says goodbye. And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is Dub on the Young, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Tonight is Thursday, April 21st, 2022. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Uh, hey, Joel, I'm doing well. I'm coming at you, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, my hot take for tonight has to do with the, well, I'll just get into it. My hot take for tonight is that the U.S. government is fucking so stupid. So stupid. Okay, That's so not a hot take. is this conspiracy theory corner? Is that <laughs> no, no. We're doing this now. Just, this is just pure idiocy, okay? So the Washington Nationals had a, pre-game ceremony like celebrating the united states national service like services and the sorry no military yeah and so the a team of u.s army pair like parachute artists or whatever took off from an army base outside of washington and was circling around the nationals um field because part of the pregame ceremonies is that we're all going to parachute down onto the field in formation or whatever the capitol police at the at the capitol building saw this plane and identified it as a very probable threat to national security and evacuated the capitol building so all the senators and and representatives and this like i thought it was like a parachute team you know like aerial acrobatic parachutists just a private team but this was the u.s army was doing this and the u.s government had no fucking idea it's just mind-bogglingly stupid well they couldn't stop the january 6th insurrectionists how the hell are they getting right i mean that's different they they were they were working with the january 6th yeah there you go there you go that's a hot i just don't understand how how the u.s army doesn't tell the U.S. government that they're going to have a low-flying plane circling inside of restricted airspace. <laughs> Seems like the sort of thing you, like, check in on, you know? No, Thomas, I'm saying that the Washington police couldn't stop the January 6th insurrectionists. Oh, but they got this, these but, guys. But they couldn't stop, no, they couldn't stop these guys either. I'm confused. Um, right, but the police were working with the white supremacists, though. Right, that's, that's the point. That's, yeah. Well, I mean, the heads of government were. Yes. Some, right. some of the heads. And the police, yeah. And the police. Well, yeah. all those rioters were like. We're police. We're police. <laughs> Wait, so the Washington Nationals never told, like, NSA that they were going to be flying a plane above over the White House? And, like, that seems more on them than on the U.S. government. Well, but it was an army plane full of army people. So it was worked out through the it army. Was, it was the U.S. Army. Was so the Nationals it. were like, we don't have to contact the army because the army is doing it. Oh, yeah. Well, no, the Nationals were like, we did contact the army, but like they should apparently tell everybody as far else. as the information traveled. <laughs> like it didn't go anywhere else. They just called up this like, army showboat parachuting team was like hey can you do this and they're like yeah no problem and then nobody bothered to contact the government 
I mean, I think the, the Nationals may be in trouble. I don't know. But it seems to me that if, like, you call the Army and you say, hey, Army, can you, like, parachute a bunch of guys onto my baseball stadium? Like, you probably shouldn't then also have to contact all the different branches of government. But wait a say, second. Maybe the Nationals, this. like, looked it up in the Yellow Pages and it was like, the <laughs> Army, Army parachuting. Like, we look just like Army guys and we'll parachute onto your event. And it's like some kind of private company and they, they're supposed to contact No, that's them. what I thought happened. But it, it's, that's not what happened. What it happened was is that it, the US it was the Army, yeah. Oh, that's weird. They should talk to each other. Seriously. <laughs> the Washington Nationals are the only organization that still refers to the yellow pages to make business decisions. I would think so, yeah. If there was one major league franchise that was still using the yellow pages, I would imagine it was the Nationals. It's the Nationals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's got everybody's contact information in it. Oh, no, Rolodex, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also joining us as per usual is Thomas. Thomas, how's it going? Uh, it's going pretty good, Joel and Sam. Thanks for having me on here from rainy Seattle. Imagine that's where spring has still sprung. It's just 43 degrees and raining. Uh, that's also um, spring weather. Yeah. Well, no, that's all the time Seattle weather, really. <laughs> um, my hot take is about the Seattle Mariners. But it doesn't have anything to do with their pretty decent start. They're seven and five, won three, winners of three in a row. They took two out of three from Houston in their opening homestand, including an 11 to one throttling. Uh, Adam Frazier has been hitting the shit out of everything. Eugenio Suarez is hitting home runs at a career high pace. And Jesse Winker, some of our highlight pickups from the offseason, leads the league in walks as well as hit the ball really hard and had some really hard luck. Got to get um, on base. Got to get on base. Yeah, exactly. Gotta they've also been doing this. They've been. They've also been winning lately without their star right fielder Mitch Haniger, and a couple of people who've gone down to COVID. They're, uh, but also they're bolstered by a, a really good pitching staff. Their bullpen has been lights out. They haven't allowed an earned run all season. Logan Gilbert has been there. Robbie Ray has been had a couple of misses, but been pretty good. Logan Gilbert has walked one over 16 innings and gave up one earned run or no walks, one earned run um, over 16 or his first 16 innings. Um, but all of this is really exciting. It's been pretty fun around here. Julio Rodriguez has been getting on base a little bit and stealing some bases and kind of showing what's so fun about him. But the most impactful thing about the Seattle Mariners, Mariners offseason moves has been their moving their start times from either 6.40 or 6.10 from 7 after 7. Because, man, it's really nice having those games moved up a little bit. I, could, yeah. I can figure it by 9.30, I pretty much everything's pretty well sewed up and I can go to bed. Yeah. So I, I think that that is the biggest offseason acquisition and my high, biggest highlight coming from Seattle Mariners at this point, despite well, all the other good news. That's my yeah. hot take. No, that is one thing that is making me want to move back to the West Coast is that at nine o'clock, sports is done and you can go to bed. Yeah. yeah you, you guys over there on the East Coast and then the Central Zone, you have to wait out like 1 a.m. I mean, these games get done at 1 a.m. Yeah. You know. <laughs> got to stay up. To I love that shit. And then like the, like, like the nice. national like, championship. I love to be able to come back and like catch the end of games. Of Angels, Padres, or something <laughs> like that. 
Yeah, right. I guess like I mean, shit, like the, the national, like you were saying, like the national championship game comes on at like five o'clock or eight o'clock at night, right? Like it doesn't end until yeah. like at almost midnight. That's kind of fun. Yeah. But it is a pain in the ass with following Mariners when you're on the East Coast. As a college football fan, I love that also because you wake up at 9 a.m. on Saturday and there's just, there's football. You just All day long, yeah. It was actually, that's when I went to the East Coast during a football season and I don't remember why I was paying particular attention or something, but there was a Sunday and I was like, oh shit, this game's, these all start really late. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? The, yeah. the whole morning is gone. Yeah. Like on the it, West coast, you wake up and you like eat breakfast and watch the morning games. And it's like, it's pretty nice, but over, yeah. yeah on the East coast, it's like, no wonder everybody's drunk by the time the game starts. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing else to do. <laughs> um, okay, Thomas, I got a question for you. So wait, do you start drinking at nine in the morning when the football's on or what's, how do you do that? Well, like when the Seahawks kept having all those big runs in the mid 2000 teens, I would have to go, my friend had a sports bar and I'd have to be at his sports bar at like 9am to get a table and I'd start drinking Bloody Marys. And by the end of any given Sunday, I punched my friend in the side of the head. Like I had a lot of really dark <laughs> Sunday afternoons. Yeah, see, that's, to me, I I like it that the games don't start until the afternoon. Because then if you're just doing a full day, of, you know, watching football and drinking beer, at least you're not starting first thing, you know. There's also sort of the awkward time at the end of it where like after the one o'clock game end at like four o'clock and you're wasted and you're like, I gotta <laughs> even keep going or go home. This is the best. That's when I punched my friend. <laughs> I went home right after that though. Shout out to Thomas's friend that you punched in 2015. <laughs> he had it coming. He deserved it. Exactly. God, I understand you so well. <laughs> Um, okay, Thomas, here's my here's my question for you. Hit me. You've seen this direct TV ad with the MLB Ghostbusters. No. Okay, so it's like, it's a dumb ad, but it's like the baseball Ghostbusters, and the Ghostbusters are A-Rod, David Ortiz, Ken Griffey Jr., and Randy Johnson. Oh, yeah, okay. And so I'm really like technically they were all Seattle Mariners, right? Like that's the the common link, right? Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, and they they have to kill uh, not Mister Matt, which I think would have been better. They have to kill the Cincinnati Reds guy, who looks like isn't that just Mister Matt's cousin? Mr. Red. Oh, oh, Mr. yeah, Red okay, yeah, like the like the Cincinnati Red, like the runs around with bobblehead mascot with the mustache. Yeah, okay, but he's also like just a baseball head. Are you just predicting Mr. a with Mariners a Red? <laughs> I think he's, but he's way older. The Reds are the oldest franchise in baseball. Like, Mr. Oh, no, yeah. Technically, Mr. Met is a ripoff of whatever the fuck we call the Cincinnati Reds mascot. Right. Probably like the Red Menace or something. Yeah, fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I uh, what's the, what's the, what's your question? You just is you just think it's interesting that there's only Seattle Mariner representatives? Yeah, and like, so like maybe this is the year of the Seattle Mariners because Directv is like, oh, we need to 
you know, start smuggling pro Seattle Mariners propaganda. In yeah, the- maybe. Well, maybe they're thinking Reds Mariners. That would be a sick ass World Series. I, like I would. That. The Reds would really have to surprise some people. Yeah, the Reds. <laughs> <laughs> The Reds would actually have to be good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm not really thinking the Mariners are going to make it to the World Series. You never know. But right. but that's not crazy to say the Mariners could make the World Series. No, they're playing good baseball right now. They're looking like they got some pieces that they need. Yeah, right. Well, uh, so the name is Mr. Red. Mr. I, Red, that's stupid. <laughs> See, but You I know think- what? The Cincinnati Reds are the worst franchise. Like, I don't actually hate them as a team, like, uh, but like they might be the worst franchise. Like Marge Shot was like a monster. Like weren't they? Like isn't there like wasn't their original owner like super racist? Like they're they're not good. Like they they had like Pete Rose got banned. I don't know. Maybe they're like the shittiest franchise. That's my take. I because like the Yankees are the shittiest franchise. Well, but like sure, but from our perspective, but the Yankees also have like are like hugely popular. Yeah. on the east coast like the red nobody gives a shit about the reds <laughs> i i mean i still think the marlins have got to be the shittiest franchise but they've got like a couple of pretty good runs in a short period like over oh they're more successful over a short like, period big of time red machine is like important to baseball history that's like one era they were, they were like two World Series in a row in like 89, or something like that. Like Chris Sabo and like a couple of, and like Lenny Dykstra and stuff like that. Or no, not Lenny Dykstra. I don't know. Can't hurt back. Why are the Reds materially, materially worse than the Pirates? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they were the least valuable. Ooh, I used to know the answer to that question. They might be. Cleveland, maybe. I don't know. All right, no. let's come. Let's circle back to this because I actually really love this conversation. But we got to move on. Mister uh, Red is ten years older than Mister Mint. What? Yeah. Mister Red first. Wait, Mister Red isn't the guy with the mustache. Yeah. Yeah, same dude. Oh, really? Yeah, and the Google eyes, and they're the same guy. Except the same only guy. difference between Mister Met and Mister Red is that Mister Red has a mustache. Mr. Red is just he need like the Reds weren't paying him enough, so he got a second job in New York. (laughs) He's just working two jobs to feed his family. Oh no, that's Mr. Red. He's just dressed in blue. Yeah, (laughs) but and he's just like wailing Mrs. Met. It's like if you if you're doing Santa Claus during the Christmas season, you're gonna hit as work at as many different stores as you can, right? See, my, no, no, my hot take is that Mr. Red is cucking Mr. Met with Miss Met. Oh, Jesus Christ. <coughs> you, are a, you are a Twitter troll. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give me some Mr. Red stats or, or facts. What? Uh, Let's no, come sorry, back to I'm, Mr. Red. I think on. we're getting we, distracted. We got to get it. Yeah, exactly. Wait, Joel, Joel, uh, who Mr. Are you? Met was created by a, a Marvel comic book artist. Oh, cool. Uh, okay, so my hot sidebar. the opposite of Thomas's hot take that I understand it's only been two weeks, but the sky is falling on the Chicago White Sox, you guys. <laughs> you might oh, be right about that. God, everything is going terrible. We got swept <laughs> by Cleveland this week. Tim Anderson committed three 
fucking fielding errors and an 11 to 1 loss. Luis Robert has a groin uh, strain. Like he's probably going on the IL. What the fuck is going on? Everything is collapsing. And it's only April 21st, and we're a uh, six and six team. Well, you've lost like five in a row, right? Or four in a row? Four, four in a row, yeah. Well, because we got, we lost the, we, we didn't sweep the Rays. We were going for the sweep of the Rays, and we didn't get it. And then we got swept by Cleveland. Okay, like, like not just swept by Cleveland, like embarrassed by Cleveland. Like, they kicked out asses. How does Cleveland is Cleveland gonna be not as bad as everyone thought? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um <laughs> Joel is just having fits. I, I am having this is, you guys just flip-flopped from last week. Yeah, no, exactly. like, last week Thomas was like, Oh, the Mariners are so terrible, and Jared Kelnick is the worst. And <laughs> you know what and though? Oh wait, like, started- all of a sudden they're the best. <laughs> I didn't say the best, but they're actually not bad. But I did say the most impactful part about it was the change in start times. Did you notice that Jared Kelnick has started hitting bombs now? Yeah, yep. I picked him up in fantasy. <laughs> I dropped him. That's I a, know. That's a good point. Well, but- I, I also dropped JP uh, JP Crawford, who just hit a home run. Yeah. Oh, I can't talk about fantasy baseball. Yeah, don't talk about fantasy baseball. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about your fantasy baseball Nobody wants to hear about your fucking fantasy teams. Um, but really, my hot take is, like the like baseball is a marathon right we all like in one part of our lizard brains we understand this but the other part of the lizard brains we freak out about a four game losing streak right that's what's fun about baseball don't say we (laughs) yeah whatever mr spoiled world champions like red sock guy you have no perspective no, on being Don't a regular baseball because player. Because it's like, it's not, you know, that's not the way I feel. I know. You've lost all perspective on being a baseball fan. No, I feel I sorry for you. So. I bullshit on that. You freak out when the Red Sox, like, get swept by two. Not at this time of year. Okay. Like, They're on their way maybe, to the basement. Maybe though. in August. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's a different story altogether. Four-game series, like, every game counts, but. This but time of year, it's like there's a lot of shit yeah, going. That's you know. what's fun about baseball. You get to create all these narratives. You get to create a new narrative with every single day. Like you get a win yeah. against a good team, and all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, if everybody starts hitting and that guy keeps pitching like that, we're going straight to the top. And you just can go like super crazy with it. And then and then it's also like the misery of a team doing badly. You're like, oh my God, if nobody can hit and that guy keeps being this shitty, we're fucked. You know, it's like those are. That's like the emotional journey that you go on. You you know, when you keep winning championships. I, you know, I, I, yeah, no, I totally co-sign that. That's that's right, awesome. but I feel like it's more of a month to month thing, not like a you know, if you have a I bad fits week, the person. that's one thing, but if you have a bad month, that means something. Like uh, everyone's gonna have a bad week. You start stringing them together and that's a different story altogether. Yeah. Well, I think my point is that Joe and I like to jump to these hyperbolic <laughs> freakouts, and you're like, just like that's not the way you vibe with it, you know, which is fine. We'll talk. We'll talk in in August when the Red Sox are twenty games out of first. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? But they're playing pretty good ball too. Yeah, no, they. <coughs> uh, they have the they have the number two 
bullpen ERA in the American League right now. Second to you know that we talked about that last week. We should talk about that. I again. assume I assume Seattle's number one, right? If they haven't that's given crazy. Up I thought they were yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, you're right. You know, what's funny about all of this is that you're right. It all can turn on a dime and turn into a total fucking nightmare or a dream. Yeah. Yeah. I went to a baseball game last week. Did I tell you guys that? Uh, Indirectly. I was super excited about that. That was fucking awesome. We It was before we we were bad. Like, last week, the White Sox were good and everything was great. This week, the White Sox are bad. Fuck <laughs> Uh, we beat the Tampa Bay Rays. It was cold as fuck. It was like 45 degrees at the as a high, but it was sunny, so it wasn't too bad. Um, and the White Sox won. Liam Hendricks almost blew the save, but he didn't. He did get the save, so that was awesome. And I do want to come back to this later uh, about uh, fans heckling the Tampa Bay Rays. But I want to bring it up right now because I want to talk about pierogies. So I went and got, like, that's like one of the White Sox Stadium's guaranteed rate field specialties this year are pierogies. And they were really, really good. I had three pierogies for $6, grilled onions, and, and, like, that's what you should serve at your ballpark. However, is that a Ukraine thing or that was not just the Polish population? Yeah, Polish. I don't know. Like <clears throat> Ukraine is big in Chicago. Like Ukrainian village is one of my favorite Chicago neighborhoods, definitely. Uh, but I don't think like they didn't put a little blue and yellow flag in my pierogies or anything like that. Right. Or maybe they should. That might be a marketing idea. Um but they were really good, but they didn't give me a fork. Like huh. the guys, like it was at a stand and the guy gave me the pierogies and now no fork. Like you cannot, like they're not finger food. You can't finger food pierogi. Is there like a condiments place? Like where you yeah, I was gonna get say. like napkins and ketchup and stuff like that? I, I think there was, maybe I missed it. I ended up having to go to like the generic like hot dog stand to get napkins and forks. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like most ballparks these days are like you don't get any silverware <laughs> from the people who are serving the food. They're all at like central yeah. <coughs> locations. But like a, like, like with a hot dog, you like most ballpark food, you're supposed to eat with your hands, right? Hot dog. Pop- I don't eat a hot dog with a fork. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Nobody does, right? Pizza. Oh, okay. I don't. How do pierogies come in a bun? Theoretically, right? No. No, no wait. Like pierogi, I wait. A pierogi is. I forget what that it's is. A dumpling. It's, it's a like a little dumpling. potato dumpling. Yeah. It's like a ravioli sort of. Yeah. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. This is a favorite topic of ours that everything is a dumpling. What was it wrapped in? Just like paper? It, no, it, they gave it to me in like the same kind of like cardboard uh, silver that you would get. Like a Big Mac container? Oh, no. like a, a, a like a boat. Like a boat. Yeah, like a boat with like uh, uh, paper wrapping, you know, whatever. It was fine. 
but like, it's not the, this, the the pierogi itself isn't covered with anything it's just hot and it's the just food. hot exactly yeah that's what i'm saying yeah no. and did you get sour cream and applesauce no they did and i don't know if i was supposed to ask for sour cream at least i i i thought about that after the fact like you need to have sour cream with your pierogies and, and applesauce too, if they're yeah. potato ones anyway. Yeah, yeah. That oh was, man, I love pierogies. <laughs> yeah, pierogies are so good. God damn. Uh, when I was at PNC Park in Pittsburgh, I actually got a pierogi sandwich, which is not very good because that's too many carbs. Yeah, it's just too much bread. It's bread. Bread sandwich. It's a bread sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what bread sandwich is good though is the turkey dinner sandwich with stuffing on it. Oh fuck. Okay, good. When I was in Pittsburgh, I got alligator pierogies, which were fucking delicious. But that huh. wasn't at the ballpark. That I don't think bad. I've ever eaten a pierogi. Oh man, you gotta I've eaten a pierogi. Get some. No, what's a pierogi? Oh, that's something else. That's like a that's like a it's like a bun. It's like a meat bun from Poland. I mean right. pierogies are Polish. Pierogies, pierogies are Polish, or then pierogies are maybe something else. Pierogies are kind of Eastern European. They have them all over the place. I mean, Russian. they're like Ukrainian and Russian and Polish and potato Belarusian. Potato, potato, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, because I anyway, Thomas, you got to get some pierogies, though. If you haven't yeah, I got to get a pierogi. I think that's my They're so name. fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you know, pierogi talk. Yeah, this is the top of the crock. This is top of the crock. Although I did get some tweets about like we love your food takes, so shout out to the fans. Oh. Uh, and shout out to the fans. Thanks for everybody who's been listening to this silly podcast. We really appreciate it. Uh, please continue doing so. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump. Facebook. I actually did a blog post on Dump on the Ump, uh, our WordPress blog. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm I, you know, I tried to read it too, and it wouldn't let me. It just offered me a chance to like pay them to advertise it more. What? Isn't that fucked up? Because we're on the same Dump on the Ump. Uh, oh, you were like logged in as Dump on the Ump? Administrator. Nope. Yeah. I saw it. At, like on my regular Facebook feed because I'm one of our like three friends right. and and then I tried to click on it and then I tried to go and it was it was a whole thing that's I didn't try that hard but it was like really annoying that like I tried I, to read yeah, it and they're like why don't you just pay us to like to look at the baseball podcast blog that your friend made no to so that we can boost it or whatever. Like, I'm just so as an administrator, the they're just trying to get you to like give them some more yeah. business. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's kind of classic internet at this point. That's classic 20, 2020s internet, isn't it? I can hate that. But he should be able to read the. Just pay him in um, uh, NTFs or whatever, NFTs. NFTs, yeah. We do need to make our own NFTs. Put that on the to-do list. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, also, learn how to make NFTs. That also has to go on the to-do list. <laughs> or just uh, Indianapolis, Indiana. Shout out Bob and Carol. Ashburn, Virginia. 
I think the FBI is listening to us. Providence, Rhode Island, Eli, we're going to be talking about you later. Wait, the FBI? Finally. So the FBI loves this podcast. Oh, hey, guys. Yeah, the FBI loves this podcast. (laughs) That is cool. Portland, Oregon, Champaign, Illinois, San Jose, California, Dublin, Ireland. Beirut, Illinois, Chicago, Illinois, Beirut, Illinois, Beirut, Lebanon, my bad. Uh, Jackson, Mississippi, LA, Barcelona, Novosibirsk, Russia. Oh. Dosvidania. Yeah, Dosvidania. Sam. What's up? All our Russian bot listeners have really plummeted since this fucking war started. Oh man, they don't have time to focus on us anymore. Yeah. But do you think we we came out too hard on a pro-Ukrainian <laughs> podcast? Yeah, I just think that they're I do some weird like uh, their cyber their cyber technology is yeah, you, you, they're they're busy sanctioned. now, so they can't troll. Into oh, those bots for other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're like a casualty of the Ukrainian yeah, war. Actually, easy, like buddy. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> this is slippery territory here. <laughs> Untold uh, suffering caused by that conflict. Exactly. That's a, that's, that's the greatest a- casualty. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's talk basketball. Sam, are you ready? Yes. Let's yeah, talk. I, uh, I just want to yeah, talk basketball put... because apparently, you know, we're in month one of the NBA playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> so buckle up because we're all going to be a lot older by the time the championships roll around. <laughs> the Boston Celtics came back from a 17-point deficit yesterday to defeat Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and the Brooklyn Nets 114-107. to 107. And they took a 2 nothing lead in the series. So that should make Eli pretty happy. The Celtics have done a particularly particularly good job in slowing down Durant, who went 9 for 24 with 6 turnovers in Game 1 and 4 for 17 with 5 turnovers in Game 2. And Irving hasn't been much better since he's uh, an anti-vaxxer who thinks that the world is flat. So the question to you guys is, is if the Nets get eliminated in this series, uh, what do you think the chances are that Kyrie Irving takes any personal responsibility for what happened to the Nets this season? And I'm talking about them being like the favorite to win the championship at the beginning of the season and only making it in as a seven seed. And um, what's his name? Uh, strip club guy with the beard. Pardon. Yeah, Jimmy Strip Club. Getting traded to the, to the, uh, uh, 76ers in the middle of the season because he was like forcing them to trade him. God, I had completely forgotten about that. I mean, the answer is... It was because he hated Kyrie Irving. (laughs) Okay, here's my controversial take on this. Between Kyrie Irving and James Harden, I might side with Kyrie Irving. Um, who's the bigger asshole who's the bigger asshole it might oh. be james Harden. like kyrie Irving might be crazy but james Harden might be a bigger asshole than kyrie Irving. i mean yeah it's like potato potato man it's the same shit though 
They're both terrible people. But the thing is, is that James Harden was like, what the fuck am I doing here in Brooklyn? Like this team's not even trying to win. Like our best player or like whatever, our third best player won't even play home games because he refuses to get vaccinated. And like, you know, if Kyrie plays the entire season and they're in first place and like playing good basketball, James Harden probably doesn't like force them to trade him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like, I mean, isn't uh, Kyrie Irving kind of a megalomaniac? I mean, isn't he, wouldn't he love to take credit for this? Wouldn't that be like part of his kind of his brand? But I mean, obviously it's not all his fault. I think he's just a crazy person. See, and also an asshole. If, like James Harden has forced, like, quote unquote, you, you listeners at home can't see my finger guns right now. But I don't see him either. James, that's because I'm not doing them. But like James Harden, quote unquote, forced his way out of Oklahoma City and then quote unquote, forced his way out of Houston and then quote unquote, forced his way out of Brooklyn. Like my skepticism meter is running really fucking high about like, maybe you're the problem, James Harden. Oh, I'm not saying that James Harden is not the problem but i'm also saying that kyrie irving is a bigger problem okay yeah i think that's fair i disagree with you but i think that's a fair point you think that james harden like is a bigger problem than kyrie irving refusing to play home games because he won't get vaccinated yes and here's why and uh, and here's my answer for that I think as much of a douchebag that Kyrie Irving is, his teammates almost never have bad things to say about him. That's a good point. Like, James Harden's teammates always talk mad shit about how much they don't like James Harden. And you should talk to Kevin Durant, who's played with both of them. Now, I agree yeah. that Kyrie Irving should fucking get vaccinated because I think he's a crazy person. But for all, you know, all we know, he's actually a good teammate. Yeah, that's the impression I get. Yeah. Like, well, that aside, like... Doesn't he, talk shit about He's Kyrie. the reason the, the Nets are in seventh place in the playoffs. And, like, I mean, seventh yeah. place in the playoffs is, like, the worst... It's like seven is one division out of four divisions. There's 24 out of 30 teams make it to the playoffs, and they're like number 27. You know what I mean? Like they're the third worst team in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. Only that means you only have 10 other teams. Right. Uh, I think that they're both crazy, but I kind of think Joel's right. Like I think Rich Harden. Or James Harden seems like a, a, a kind of a twerp and Kyrie Irving doesn't seem that weird. I think Kyrie Irving would, you know, frame it as like personal choice kind of thing with a whole anti-vax while that's bogus garbage point. He's still framing it as like a, a, a you know, an honorable battle to his teammates. You know what I mean? So they're, they're going to probably side with him to do whatever he needs to do to, you know, take care of his family, blah, blah, blah. I, I mean, that's all crock of bullshit though. And I think I think that like I, while I agree that uh, James Harden is probably a worse human being than Kyrie Irving, I would say that the situation that the Nets are in 
right now in this season has more to do with the actions of Kyrie Irving than the actions of James Harden. I mean, him him being absent from their starting lineup on half of the games is definitely, you know, going to lead to a disharmony. And it, that's what, you know, winning basketball is about playing with each other and kind of getting used to how to play with each other. So obviously I think it's an unmistakable reasoning. Like they would, maybe they wouldn't be the number one seed, but they'd be higher than the seventh seed. And they'd have played together the way they play together on the road all the time, you know? And like, I guess you could probably take people in and out, but I don't know. It just seems, it seems like he's a valuable player. So the team's not going to want to blame him for not being there. Like they feel like they should be just as good. Well, I don't care what they think. I'm blaming them. I'm blaming him. (laughs) I don't care what the rest of the Nets think. (laughs) I don't care what fucking Steve Nash says, wherever the fuck that guy's name is. Yeah. Like this shit's on Kyrie, and I would be willing to bet that he takes no fucking responsibility for that. That's all I'm saying. No, I agree with that. We talked about this a couple of months ago because the thing about Kyrie is – he hasn't made a secret about his crazy anti-vaccination position because we talked about Aaron Rodgers, who who was, was secretive about it. Who was secretive about it? It was like, yeah, I'm good. Or what, what was it like? I'm <laughs> fuck. What did he say? Because he'd already gotten COVID. Like he 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 tried to lie to the media about whether or not he had gotten. No, he said he'd been immunized. Immunized. That was the word I couldn't think of. Thank you. Yes. But he said he was like working on. He said that. Okay, no, he yeah. did immunize, and he meant it because he'd already gotten COVID once. No, he had taken an alternative treatment that was not approved by the FDA. And my but point the thing- is that Kyrie is at least like open about his. Crazy- However misguided he is, he's coming to it from a like no. a place of. He that's not true. Everyone knew he was unvaccinated because that's the sort of person he is. But he never said anything about it until the first team workout at um, at uh, the Barclays Center, and he wasn't there. And then he arrived to the post game, the post at like workout um, press conference via Zoom. And they're like, why aren't you here? Are you unvaccinated? And he like didn't answer that question. And then one of his one of his people, like people, which was just Kyrie Irving on an alternate Twitter account wearing yeah. a fake mustache, was like, he's standing, he's by get it refusing to get vaccinated. He's standing up for all those people who are losing their jobs because they refuse to get vaccinated. That's right, that's right. <clears throat> And and then they yeah, Joel, you lose on like, that no one comment. Yeah. And it's like yeah, he, he fucking yeah. slow walked that shit for as long as possible. The and only reason that like he admitted anything is because he couldn't go to work. Because <laughs> he wasn't legally allowed to. <laughs> he wasn't legally allowed to go to work, and like he works on TV, so everyone noticed. <laughs> I I just love the moment of that that you know, work meeting where the one guy is zooming in and you're like, wait, why are you zooming in? Do you have COVID? And you're like, I'm not going to answer that question. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, I'm here. I'm at the meeting. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, Sam, and then and then he tried to like make it this like crusade for people who are losing losing their jobs over it. And then like he didn't do anything in that vein either. It's not like yeah, you know, no, he, he didn't did like make like, any public that. statements. He didn't like you know start a fund for people who had lost their jobs due to COVID or any shit like that. He just like <laughs> tried to make himself look better by pretending that's what he was doing. And then, like, dropped it immediately afterwards. Yeah. Like, I don't care what you guys think about Kyrie Irving. That guy is a fucking piece of shit. Oh, Sam's barfing. Hate's a strong word, Sam. Hate's a strong word. I didn't say I hated him. That's true. You just imagined that, Joel. (laughs) I just said he's a piece of shit. (laughs) <laughs> well, a piece of shit's a strong phrase, Sam. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah. Anyway, who's I think I I just seen videos of him like interacting with the fans, and he just looks like so sick of it all. And like, yeah, he seems kind of like an asshole, but it just seems like he's just like grouchy from everybody yelling at him all the time. Well, we got I, it, it's crazy, like all the the footage of like the interactions between players, and that's like I don't know shit about basketball, honestly. But it's like this year I've been seeing all these sort of like clips of like people talking trash, like the, the trash talk and all the sort of stuff that goes courtside in basketball is so engaging. Uh, Thomas, give me wait, wait, no, Thomas, hold on to that thought. We're gonna please hold on to that thought. Because- I think that he's just had some like mental health issues. Kyrie yeah, like yeah. Kevin Durant does too. Yeah, yeah. God damn. Um, okay, do you guys think who's going to win the NBA playoffs? I don't know. No, I don't know either. Phoenix? Sure. I'll, I'll Phoenix, go. but they got crushed the other day, didn't they? Who are they playing? Golden State's playing really well, I think. That's oh, what I've heard. Yeah. I'd like Philadelphia, maybe. I think that'd be kind of cool. But uh, what's the is it? What's the Greek guy in Milwaukee? Yeah, Giannis. Yeah, I like him. I think that would be cool if he did it again. Fucking Milwaukee can use it. Yeah, they loved it when they won the first time. Yeah, give it to that. It's cool. Yeah, he seems uh, like a cool dude. We got Miami up on Atlanta. Philadelphia is beating Toronto. Milwaukee and Chicago are tied. Ever since I found out how much everybody in New York hates Trey Young, I started rooting for Atlanta. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I still don't understand that. Yeah, that did is, we talk I, about that ever? I think we did. No. Yeah. Someone was trying to explain it to me and I like still do not understand it. He just they the New York crowd didn't like him and he goaded them. Right. And he hasn't in a couple different ways. I think it's funny. I think he's troll he's trolling New York and I like it. I think it's Atlanta. Phoenix versus New Orleans, they're tied. Dallas versus Utah. Dallas, yeah, can they both lose? Yeah, I know. Like, can you imagine like the worst? It it doesn't even have to be basketball. Just like the worst series ever would be Dallas versus. Can you imagine having to travel back and forth between Salt Lake City and Dallas for two weeks? <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> goddamn! Goddamn! Like, oh man, we're fucking at least we're out of Salt Lake City. Oh, we're in oh, yeah, Dallas. We're Dallas. <laughs> yeah. Golden State's up on Denver and Memphis is up on Minnesota. 
Go Denver. Oh yeah, I can. oh yeah. Well, they're losing. Memphis won. That game's over. That that just happened though. Memphis just took a two-one lead, right? I have no idea. I think so. Uh, yeah, I got no attachment to any of these teams. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to. I never like the Celtics and the Nets. Right. Whoever comes out of this series is your team now, right? Right. Yeah. Um. Right. And just to be clear, the reason that I have like such a problem with Kyrie Irving is because he kind of screwed over the Celtics and now he's screwing over the Nets. Sure. Mm. So mm. now it's personal. This right. time it's personal. Well, and both times it's just because he's like a self-obsessed idiot, you know? Yeah. When I post this podcast, I'll tag Ty- uh, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, please do. Yeah. Definitely. I can't uh, wait till like his somebody close to him on Twitter starts coming after us. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. That would be. Yeah. That'd be Gabby Joel's like wet dream. Definitely. Do you remember when um what's that actor's name that we were making fun of? Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle, yeah. He came after us. That was great. He told us to kill ourselves. Yeah, it was awesome. All right, so this next topic is related, okay? Uh, players giving fans the mood, right? So we're going to talk about Kyrie again. But I want to give us a little bit of background information. The Chicago White Sox, like I said, was swept by the Cleveland Guardians this week and fell to 6-6 six and six on the season and now the first place in the AL Central. In the first game of the series, the White Sox lost 11-1. to And also shortstop Tim Anderson, who you know is my boy, committed three fucking fielding errors in the loss. He leads, I'm pretty sure he leads the league in errors right now. Um, after his third error, Anderson was clearly shown flipping the bird to Cleveland fans. Well... Uh, White Sox announcers Steve Stone and Jason Benetti were comparing him to Pete Rose at that time. So, like, they had the camera on him and were showing, like, his stats next to Pete Rose's stats at several times in their... While he was flipping off the fans. And then he just turns around and just fucking flips the bird to the Cleveland fans. It's pretty classic, actually. (laughs) That's fun. I like uh, now, this is after famous anti-vaxxer and flat earth Kyrie Irving gave Celtics fans the double middle fingers in game one of the playoff series, and he was fined $50,000 for that. So oh, he uh, was? Yeah, he was okay. fifty grand for that. So I actually posted this on our Twitter account, so give me uh, 10 seconds to find this. I asked our Twitter followers, um, uh, is it okay for players to flip off heckling fans? And 69, nice, 9% of our followers say yes, it's okay. 19% say no, it's not okay. And 12% say fuck you, Joel. So, 
Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what do you guys think? Should players be allowed to clap back at the fans? Hell yeah. I think Yeah, I uh I'm I'm with Kyrie on this one. Um actually because you know, we've all been that fan in the stands that right. probably probably deserves a couple double birds pointed at us. Um you know, I'm not in favor of the who's that guy who ran into the stands and started punching somebody. I don't think that should oh, be okay. But no test in like two thousand three. Yeah. yeah. Right. Fun. And then was he changed his name Detroit? to World Peace. Yeah, that was the malice at the palace, Pacers versus Pistons. That's so awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> um but I you know, I mean I don't know, I guess they're kids. Well, I don't but, think anybody should be know, jumping into the crowd, but I think I think reciprocating or, or responding right, exactly. is, is, like is those enough. guys take a lot of shit. So <laughs> well, I mean, and normally they do, you know, and like some guys let their play do the talking and some guys actually chirp back. I mean, I've been chirped back at it by plenty of baseball players and I don't have an issue okay. with it. But what do you do when they chirp back at you, Thomas? Keep chirping at them more. Exactly. Egg fucking exactly. But I think that they get some satisfaction out of it. They're, I mean, just having somebody yelling at you all day, you're thinking of all the different things you want to say to them. And then every once in a while, when you actually say it, it just feels better just to say it. Okay. So I went to this White Sox Rays game last week. And one right. thing that I noticed was that all of the White Sox, I'm sorry, all of the Tampa Bay Rays outfielders, who's what? Uh, Rosalina, Brett Phillips, and Kiermaier, right? Mm-hmm. All of them were chirping back at the fans. Yeah, and if I'm I, sure Chicago gives it to him. Right, right, yeah. Let's go Chicago. I fucking love, like, yeah. Well, Randy Rosarina is very interactive with the fans. Yeah, and so is your guy Verdugo, right? Which I'm right, like, yeah. But if I am Kevin Cash, okay, if I'm the manager of the Tampa Bay Rays. And I see my outfield like getting into it with the bleacher bums in guaranteed rate field on the south side of Chicago. I tell them to cut it. I would tell them to fucking stop. Like you're not going to win that. The only way you win that is by hitting the home run. The only way you win that is by winning the game. But he's also not going to be telling his players how to play the game, aside from like technical direction. I don't think. Oh, Kevin Cash doesn't strike me as like that know. kind of manager. He's like, I'm going to let the guys play how they're going to want to play. You know. But that's not my point. My point is, is like you you don't you don't shut the heck of a up. I don't. Th- right? I, no, I think you can talk back as long as you let your play do the talking back. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think it's good for the game. You know, like, I, you know, I ride guys pretty hard. I'm not super, super mean, you know? I mean, unless it's A-Rod, I guess I was really mean to him. But I just, like, yeah, you know, crack jokes at them at their expense, you know? Yeah. So yeah, anyway, I mean, if they interact back with me, I'm, like, really excited, you know? Yeah, it's, it's like your bonus. Yeah, right. I got flipped off by BJ Upton. I was stoked. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think it's good for the game to have the players interact with the stand, with the people in the stand. I think they do. You just have to do it in a way that's not going to get caught on camera. Oh, that's a good point. Hmm. 
Because I'm thinking back to the Tim Anderson thing, and I love Tim Anderson. You know I love Tim Anderson. But he was sucking. He had committed three fielding errors in one game. In a well, they were also getting their ass kicked. And they're getting their ass kicked. Right? And, and, so, go ahead. did he get fined? I, I don't know. I assume he will get fined. He will. I mean, that must have happened yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So it's maybe like $25,000 per finger, and that's Kyrie got – Per finger? 50K because it was double fingers. Oh, yeah. okay. I see. Kyrie makes a lot more than Tim Anderson, but yeah. Yeah, it's true. Well, not this year, maybe. Right, right. Um, and like, like, you don't feed the trolls. Like hecklers are real life trolls. Yeah, yeah. But but I feel like that the shift that like I feel like Major League Baseball needs to start feeding the trolls a little bit. You know what? It's like, <clears throat> yeah, because you gotta like they're like trying to hype up this stadium experience right so what you know bat flips and like chatting back and forth with the fans i think that's great yeah i mean fan interaction they don't i don't think they yeah can publicize like people making screaming back and forth or like one for ass and two for tits you know like i I don't know like i think this that kind of stuff is sort of the stuff that they're not looking to market necessarily even right. though I well, agree with you, it might. Just, maybe you just don't do hand gestures. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's just like the interact a basketball kind of, or like I, I, I was sort of thinking about this because it was like the interaction is between players and uh, spectators became really apparent to me just watching like I don't know. I think it's like TikTok or if I can on you know social media. There's just all this footage like courtside stuff of just like players and fans talking shit back and forth to each other. You know, it's like and discourse like Trey Young coming over to the sideline and being like, "Hey, can you hold this L?" to like a heckler that had been yelling at him the whole game. You know what I mean? Like and everybody around the heckler being like, "Oh, like you got clowned." You know what I mean? Like and that's kind of like I love that. See, that's what I'm saying. Like that stuff is really funny because like they're interacting in a way like sometimes when they slap clap back, it's funny. You know what I mean? Like some of them are like, what's your fucking problem, dude? You know, and it's dumb. But like when 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 they're like clever and win the you know, it's it's funny and fun. And, and, and the key there is they've got to win. Well, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's the problem. You have to win. Yeah, and and but the NBA is easier, I think, for him to lean into that because yeah, there is more like oh, when you actually beat the guy, you can actually just kind of like turn around and say shit to his face. You know, it's like I don't know. It's interesting. The other thing about the NBA is that you have courtside seats, so you're yeah, really close, and it's really and it's all happening. It's all happening right in front of you too. You know, it's like baseball; the action sort of spread all over, and like the fans are never that close. I mean, at home plate, you know, it's still you're no, nowhere close to like where you are sitting courtside next to the team's bench. You know what I mean? Like they're sitting on the, on the court with the fans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sam, cause like I brought up a uh, Verdugo and he's got this whole thing going. Is he a left fielder for the Red Sox? Right fielder. Yeah, this year. <laughs> and, and so like, he's got this whole thing with the Yankee fans that he like, will like 
talk back to the Yankee fans. And then he hit that home run at Yankee Stadium. I think it was this season, if I'm remembering correctly. And was like pointing out individual hackles <laughs> as he like rounded the bases. Like, I that's like, funny. that's what I like. Like, yeah. I like me now. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That stuff's funny. Yeah, that's that's good. But if you suck at the game, you kind of just have to take it, I guess. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I think that's ultimately. I, do you guys remember earlier this, like a couple weeks ago in the baseball season, that guy for the Phillies made three errors and then they picked up, you know, the camera picked him up. He was getting booed by the Phillies fans. And he said, I fucking hate this city or something. Yeah, I, fucking hate it here. I fucking hate it here. Yeah. I fucking hate it here. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That's good stuff. I never feel good about booing home players. No, I don't almost. I almost. Yeah, sometimes you got to. Right. No, yeah. I almost never do. It never feels right by me. Unless I suck. Or do something stupid. <laughs> Just like stupid. <laughs> no, they have to do like multiple stupid things, yes. you know? Yeah. Like uh, Gary Sanchez's 10th passed ball, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> New York fans still didn't figure it out. No, oh god, I hate Yankee fans so much. They're like mm-hmm. so happy that Lumpy Sanchez is gone, and I'm like, how, like you guys just spent like ten years defending this guy, and now you're like, Higashioka is so great, and I'm like, God. <laughs> well, oh. Okay, that's for a different podcast, I suppose. I really hate you. <laughs> yeah, you never talked about that on this podcast before. I know. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. Uh, what did we forget to talk about? So NBA basketball. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to go see Mike Trout and Shohei Otani at the rate May first. I think is when I got. Tickets to that game. So when is it? Mike Trout's hurt. Oh God, he's always hurt. No. Well, he got drilled in the hand by a pitch. Oh yeah, did it break his hand? No. But he's been out a couple days. Yeah, no, there's he no structural or anything. That's good, but he was not looking happy when it happened. Uh, wait, when is that? May first, I think. The Red Sox are going to Canada next week, so we'll be able to see how many of them are unvaccinated. Not J.D. Martinez. He is going well, to not be at that game. We may not find out, actually, this series if J.D. Martinez is vaccinated or not because he left the yesterday's game for uh, some strained muscle, so he might be headed to the DL. Oh, oh that's not good. God, the the DL, the IL, the DL is gonna be bad. Like guys are getting hurt all the time. That's bad. Yeah, and we're getting that. He he's our only hurt player, I think. But we're having a little COVID outbreak. Alex Cora just tested positive for COVID today. So, 
Mariners uh, Scott Service is out. And uh, we've had a we've had a, it's been going around. Yeah. Yeah, we dropped two to um, the Blue Jays the past two games, and both of our catchers had COVID and somebody else. Yeah, I blame Chris Sale. You just... I got, I got his fucking patient zero for COVID. I swear to fucking yeah, typhoid <laughs> for sale. Was it a bat market? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a pitching yeah. market. He definitely goes to bat market, and he's like, "Wait, these are baseball bats." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'll buy six. Maybe I can learn something from Chinese bats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a terrible nuke. Uh, yeah, I think that's like, that's defamation. I think we can get sued for this. Yeah, we'll probably get sued. <laughs> I forget what I was going to look up. Uh oh. <laughs> This is evolving. Sam took an edible and (laughs) Joel's drunk. I just started laughing about this Chris Sale bit and I forget what I was looking up. (laughs) Classic. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been done by the Thursday episode. Um, We got to get together again next week. I got shit like... like, um, I want to do B blocks, so so talk to me about that because I've got things to talk about. I've been reading books. We need to do a book club. It's gonna be a long season. And I'm gonna freak out every goddamn week that the White Sox go two and four, and I'm like, the sky is falling. But when they go four and two, you have to get equally as excited. Right. Well, we did the World Series, baby. <laughs> Jose Abreu, MVP, motherfuckers. <laughs> All right. Uh, for Sam uh, and Thomas, my name is Joel. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for listening. Again, make sure that you follow us on all your social media applications. Twitter at Dump on the Ump. Facebook at Dump on the Ump. We got an Instagram. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. SoundCloud and or Spotify. Um, Yeah, that's all I got to say. Have a good night and a pleasant tomorrow. Sweet babe, I'm gonna leave you and the time is long. If you don't believe